Bleeding in the Dark is hosted by Pastor Barbara Green. She has a heart for the people as well as for the leaders. Pastor Barbara Green understands what it means to live in poverty. Her work in ministry, as charged by God, is to help his people, those that have fallen on hard times and just need a hand up. But then there are the leaders who have been charged just like her to uplift the people who are struggling. Pastor Barbara gets those calls that no one else knows about because the leaders have to be strong for the ones that they are leading, but they themselves are bleeding in the dark. That is why Pastor Barbara Green has named her new podcast, Bleeding in the Dark, to support leaders who are struggling with a new vision and a new platform that God has given Pastor Barbara. She hopes to support and encourage leaders who are leading in the spotlight by day and bleeding in the dark at night. Hello, everyone. I am Pastor Barbara Green, and I'm the host of Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I am so excited to share this platform with a guest who is a great friend of mine. I would like to introduce Pastor Victoria Burst of the Art International Ministry. She's a leadership, callousness, mentor, and the author of two books, Sabbath Song and Destination Destiny. Victoria, hard for her kingdom work is that the man, women, child of God may be competent, equipped for every good work, 2 Timothy 3.17. I am so excited to hear what the spirit of the Lord is going to say through it, such an awesome, awesome woman of God. Pastor Victoria, please share with us what the Lord is saying in these challenging times. And also, I would like for you to share a little bit about more of what God is doing for you. And our topic this evening is going to be about faith versus fear. So at this time, we're going to turn it over to certain awesome, anointed, powerful woman of God, Pastor Victoria Burt with the Art International Ministry. Well, good evening, Pastor Barbara. It is such a joy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I'm really excited um, and at the same time humbled to be able to share. And I know that you've shared with me uh, in the past that the great focus of the podcast that you are doing is concerning and meant to be for our leaders in the kingdom of God. And that could be the leader of a church or ministry. It could be a leader in the business or it could even be a leader just in uh, on a day job in a corporate or educational environment. And so I'm going to take the opportunity today to really focus and speak to our leaders of today. Leadership happens to be a great passion of mine. In fact, our mission and vision at the ARC International Ministries is to equip leaders and to lead dreamers. The Ark International Ministries is a church. We are located in Riverdale, Georgia. We are a fairly new plant. We launched our church just a little over a year ago. As a part of our church and really an extension to our ministry, we also have a school. Our school has five components to it. There's a leadership development center, a biblical education center, a community outreach center, a purpose center, and the entrepreneurial education center. So you can probably tell by now that the heart of our ministry and all that we do is truly to teach and to equip. 
I'm also especially honored to uh, be a part of the podcast this evening, simply because of the times that we are in today. And you cannot just skip over that, skip past that. Uh, we are in some challenging times, but God is still good. And I don't mean that uh, in any way, in any kind of cliche form. He really is still good and he is sovereign and he's right here with us. And that's really what I want to share on this evening. I'm here to share about faith over fear, wisdom over worry, and peace over panic. In this day and time, if there is anything that we need to be doing as leaders and as those, whether you're in a leader role at the moment or not, you should be working and seeking to pass the peace. People need the peace of God more than ever today. And in fact, we as leaders need to have the peace of God on us, in us, through us and in our lives, of course, before we can even pass it on. So I understand personally and know that this is what each and every one of you have been trying to do for the past week, for those that you lead in your churches and your businesses or in your workplace, and even in your own homes, I know I have. And I also realize that as leaders, we are always pouring out, but we don't always have someone pouring back into us. And we really, really should. It's so very much needed. So allow me, if you will, to kind of stand in the gap today. Allow me to pour into you as a leader, a leader in your ministry, a leader in your business and even a leader in your own home. My heart today is to reestablish peace in your heart and in your mind, whoever is on the line with us today. There are three things I want to share with you from the word of God to set the foundation in the reestablishment of this peace. The first one is, is that our God is sovereign. Psalms 103 and 19 in the English Standard Version says this. It says, the Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. So our God is sovereign. His kingdom rules over all, all things, all people, all situations, circumstances, including sickness and disease and some of the challenges that are at the forefront of our lives today. The second thing is that the Lord loves us with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31 and 3 in the New Living Translation says this, long ago the Lord said to Israel, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love. And with unfailing love, I have drawn you to myself. Sometimes in the midst of challenges and chaos, such as we're in right now, where we don't have clarity about why and where all of this has come from, we can get confused. 
And we can slip if we're not careful into thinking that the Lord uh, is punishing us, that he does not love us, even perhaps that he has left us. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But his word says, and this is established, amen, that he loves us and he loves us with an everlasting love. And with unfailing love, that means a love we can count on, he has drawn us to himself. So know that the Lord loves you and not only you on today, he loves this earth. He loves all creation and he is still here present with us. And that's point number three. He's right here and we are not alone. Deuteronomy 31 and 8 in the Message Bible says this. It says, God is striding ahead of you. He's right there with you and he won't let you down. He won't leave you. So don't be intimidated and don't worry. We often uh, quote this as saying that God is with us. He won't ever leave us and he won't ever forsake us. And that is his word, and he has not taken back that word. He has not taken back that promise. And so we have to stand on that here today. And I believe in my heart, if we keep these three three things in mind, that God is sovereign, that he loves us with an everlasting love, and that he is right here, and that we are not alone, we can reestablish peace first and foremost in our own lives as leaders and in roles of leadership. And then, and then we are able to pass the peace to all that are in our spheres of influence. So for me, the last few weeks, they have been spent going from learning and purchasing new technology is needed, to ensuring that our members are staying connected and then trying to create the virtual settings to make this all happen. Days have been spent checking on the welfare of family, of friends, of members. They've been looking into planning outreach for the ministry. And I just want to say, this is critical during this time that you are helping your church be the church outside of the four walls. It is critical that you are finding ways that you as a body can actually give and reach out during this time. It helps to give everybody a greater purpose. It helps to give everybody another focus because it's easy to just keep the focus on yourself and all on yourself. Now, granted, we all do need to take care of home at this time, but it's not just are for and no more, as they would say. There is always a need for us to love beyond ourselves and to look beyond ourselves for the ways in which we can serve. Now, even with all of that, taking care of things in our own home, taking care of things within our ministry, taking care of things within the businesses or the the jobs and things that we have and uh, being concerned about employees and staff. I haven't even mentioned the financial weight 
and the financial considerations and choices and decisions that I know many of you and all of us have to make at this time. And last but not least, personally, we're trying to ensure that we remain physically well, that we are healthy. So, you know, that's a lot all at once. And if we're not careful, we can become anxious and fearful. We can become overwhelmed and we can be stressed. And these are the very things that we're trying to tell those that we lead each and every day, the very things that we're trying to tell them not to do or not to become. There are so many things being said about this virus as a pandemic. There are a lot of prophecies. There's so much talk in general And there's a lot of foolishness and we all somewhere in our mind are trying to determine, you know, what's true and what's not and what's the origin. And and again, what is it that we need to be doing? But the fact is, we all have a choice. We have a choice of the role that we're going to play in all of this. And as people of God, as his leaders, as his mouthpieces, I want us to remember how powerful we are how powerful our words are, and that we simply need to be careful about where we allow our thoughts to linger. And we have to be careful about the words that we allow to come from our mouth. So I want to urge you all at this time to take the time to put everything in perspective. And when we talk about perspective, perspective means kind of your standpoint or your outlook or just what your assessment of a situation is. And I urge you to lean on your faith in God and don't worry about not having all the answers. So what am I saying? I'm saying I'm urging you to choose faith over fear, wisdom over worry, and then choose peace over panic. Now, when it comes to wisdom, I have this recipe. I've used this for years, and I really wanted to share it with you all today. And the recipe is simply this. When I have a decision to make, I always begin with asking God simply to help me make the right choice. And next, next, I do my research, whether that means reading, whether that means doing some research on the Internet, talking to the right people, whatever it may be. Then after I've done my research, I take what I've learned back before the Lord in prayer, and then I wait. I wait in expectation for his answer, and somehow it's never failed. He always provides me with that next step. The fact is, if you're in worry, if you're in fear, if you're in anxiety, you won't think clearly. No one thinks clearly when they exist in those places. And here's a great example. Our medical professionals are giving us some great, clear direction, some firsthand expert information in this time. But we have to listen and heed to it, and we have to be attentive. If we're in worry and fear and anxiety, we can block that out. We can allow it to create fear in our life rather than to actually give us the direction that we need. Now, to be real straight up, real specific about this, right now, we're not able to meet as we normally do physically. That's not wisdom for this moment. But listen, there are already mechanisms in place to keep us connected. 
even if we have to go back to something really ancient, um, call the telephone. <laughs> the Lord really needs us as leaders in a place where we as his church and his mouthpiece, where we will speak words and take actions that move our nation out of panic, out of hoarding, and out of some of the every man for himself state that we've seen over the last few weeks. And you've got to know when you're in worry, you are not available to him. In Ephesians 4, I'm reminded that as fivefold leaders, we are called to equip. We are called to equip people to do the work of the ministry. And my thoughts couldn't help but run to uh, the fact that even at this time as leaders, you're going to be in worry and fear and anxiety if you're trying to do everything by yourself, if you're trying to do it all on your own. So honestly, we should have all already been equipping other people within our ministries, on our teams, within our businesses, within our corporate environments, whoever it is that we have around us, whoever it is that we are leading, we should have already been equipping them as thinkers and creatives and implementers so that they are even helping with some of the decisions and the implementation of them that have to occur at this time. It should not all be on you. So I have to ask if you've tapped into the gifts of those within your ministries, are they activated and are they a part of any of the planning that you're doing at this time? Because they should be. So listen, take time over the next 24 hours. That's what I'm asking today. Seek the Lord concerning where you need to make some personal adjustments in this season so that you can ride out the waves that we're experiencing now. He'll show you and he'll show you where you had help alongside you all along, but you hadn't tapped into it. And then make that adjustment. Tap into those around you and work together in unity to move forward. He will give you that peace that surpasses all understanding to guard and keep your heart in him. With a focus on him and a true heart for the people of God, listen, you will survive. You will live and not die. You will be that relevant mouthpiece or voice to share the works of the Lord in these coming days. As I finish on today, I want to decree these scriptures over your lives from Proverbs 2, 1 through 8. And the word of the Lord says, my son, and I speak to the sons of God now, and we know that this is his sons and his daughters, or in other words, he's speaking to men and women. The word says this, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, Verse two of Proverbs two, one through eight says, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. If indeed you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Let me say that again. For the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. 
holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful faithful ones. Amen. Thank you for having me with you today, Pastor Barbara. I invite you all to connect with our ministry at www.thearc, and that's spelled A-R-C, thearcinternational.org. We are also on social media, on Facebook, at The Arc International, also on Instagram, at Pastor Victoria underscore The Arc. And you can reach me through Pastor Barbara and her amazing ministry in the podcast, Bleeding in the Dark. God bless you. And I hope that you all have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much, Pastor Victoria, for being such an awesome guest on Bleeding in the Dark podcast. We must realize that we must not allow fear to override our faith in God. So stay tuned for the next episode. You can reach me at www.bleedingindodark.org. And if you would like to purchase one of my books, prayer books, We Need to Pray, you can reach me at www.bleedingindodark.org. You have been listening to Bleeding in the Dark podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you missed an episode or would like to share this episode with someone else, you can go to www.bleedingindodark.org.